the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and our producer Ed Salzadel, all directors with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. I'm rather proud of, of this board and the people that God has supported and provided us with. We have various talents on this board which add to our ministry. And one of those things is three of our people have produced books on differing subjects. And we'd like to cover those today. We're also, And unfortunately, Terry Reed, who is the author of one of these books, was not able to be with us today. But we're going to open up by talking about his book. Terry has a lot of interesting things he's into. He is the, the whole reason the Believing the Bible radio program is on the air is because it was his idea. And he initially sponsored our program and continues to help sponsor our program. So writes for David Reeves Ministry and is part of their Creation Club Ministry. So he does a lot of great things, but he came out with a book, Why Should I Believe? Why Should You Believe? First time I heard it, I kind of thought that was a a kind of uppity title, Carl. Hmm. But his concern was that when he was being brought up in the church, they just wouldn't talk about creation science. And a lot like a testimony you gave on another program, Carl, he was saying, you know, I was having questions about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and nobody had answers for it. Nobody had answers for what was whether the book was really inerrant, whether the Bible and science were compatible or incompatible. But when he got into creation science and he started to find out that you don't make the Bible fit current science, but they aren't incompatible, that the Bible and science aren't incompatible, and that science is never settled, those opened his eyes to doing a whole lot of research in the field, which I think is a testimony that you've given, I've given, and others have, about finding out that there's a whole different discussion out there that really in the secular world is not even talked about. One of the other things he goes into his book is the apathy in the church for even bringing this stuff up. I always talk about the fact that I think the church is scared of it. The clergy is scared of it. Why would they be scared of it? Well, I think too often the seminaries are the the blame for that. Too many seminaries have compromised to say that, oh yeah, the earth could be billions of years old and we don't have to take Genesis literally. And when you do that, you've started down the slippery slope of saying, well, yes, the Bible's inerrant, except we have to kind of reinterpret some things to make it come out right. Whenever you do that, then you've opened up a real Pandora's box and have essentially doomed your ability to truly evangelize. You can't say the gospel correctly if you don't have a correct beginning. And Terry would echo that. Believing as if the Bible reads the way it does. Correct. That it aids people in belief. Because what they're hearing is, well, you know, it really doesn't mean what it says. And they 
weren't six literal days and there wasn't a worldwide flood and there wasn't a big fish that swallowed a guy and that type of stuff. When does it start to tell us the truth? Right. He was invigorated to find out, no, I can read this and believe what it says. Right. And it is rational stuff. His book, again, is called Why Should I Believe? Why Should You Believe? He has a website like that, www.whyshouldyoubelieve.com. On that, you can access the book. He has orders online for the book. You can also get his book both in hardcover, softcover, and ebook by going to walmart.com. On his website at whyshouldyoubelieve.com, he also has a blog because one of the biggest things Terry does is he's a writer, not only of this book, but of his blog and what he's given to the David Reeves ministry. I'd like to now shift to your books, Carl. You've been kind of prolific. You got... Well, don't let it fool you. Uh, it, it is different than what you or Terry have produced and that uh, I'm, I'm producing Christian fiction with a creation science basis. What is that? What is Christian fiction? Christian fiction. I'm taking... Well, in this case, uh, the first book I wrote, actually, I'm, I'm embarrassed to call it a book because it technically doesn't even fit the description of a novella. Mm-hmm. It is too small, too short. It's uh, about 18,000 words. It's called The Rock and the Sword. And this is something when I was reading Acts chapter 12 years ago, there was a, a sentence in there that, that stuck in my craw. It said, and he ordered that the guards be killed. And that was the basis for this entire story of this book. Well, what if that order was never carried out? Or was that order ever carried out? Let's examine that. So it's looking at the, the time when Paul was thrown into jail Right after uh, Apostle James, the brother of John, was killed by Herod, and Peter was waiting his turn with the executioner, the only thing that prolonged his life at that point was the Passover feast, which, by the way, is actually a week long. And so if he were incarcerated at the beginning of that, he could have had several days where he was guarded by these guards who were ordered to be killed because the angel rescued him. So I stretch things a little bit. But you're trying to fit fiction in real Bible world. That's right. I use the Bible verses. I don't deviate from the actual words that are in the chapter 12, but I certainly embellish what happened to the guards and those who were around Peter at that time. Okay. All that thought, we're going to talk about the rest of your stuff, you are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and Ed Salzadol. If you'd like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking about the differing books that have been put out by people on our board of directors. Dr. Carl Williams has put out a series of books. Now you tell me that this second set is all the continuation of one story. Is that true? That's correct. It's kind of like taking the Adventures of Superman. And again, the uh, the premise is a young man has been hit by some kind of epidemic. Now, this was written actually before the, the pandemic started, so this, that, that was not the case at all. But if you were to imagine that this young man is, is, you know, he's not a very robust young man. He's just, you know, a wimpy kind of guy. And he gets this infection and he wakes up and he's Captain America in stature and strength and so forth. So what do you do with someone who has that kind of strength and power? I even asked policemen about this. What would you do if if Captain America came to your station and said, hey, I'd like to help you guys out. How can I help you? And they have no idea what they would do with someone like this. What would they do with him? You know, would he be sucked up into some clandestine secret ops type of, black ops type of organization? So part of the story goes into that. You know, what does a guy do if he really can do the stuff that Captain America does? And more importantly, 
What does he do with his spiritual life? This young man starts off as basically an evolutionist. He's been raised with the public school teachings on evolution and firmly believes that there's no God. There can't be a God. And why is there a God? Because evolution explains everything. My teachers told me so. So that is the premise. We've got this young man, Johnny. So he learns through the people who are trying to help him understand his physical changes. And through that period of examination and also interaction with these people, he becomes Christian of his, on his own. So it, and it uses Christian science as the basis for his belief that Bible can be true. Sounds like a fascinating series. What's the name of it? The Adventures of John Moses Doe. <laughs> I've been told by other people that that's way too long. You should have okay. shortened that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it may well change. I'm thinking of rewriting this whole thing and just redoing the title. And so, But right now under the title, The Adventures of John Moses Doe, as well as your booklet, The Rock, the Rock and the Sword, and the Sword, where can they get it? They can get it on Amazon.com. In both what? The softcover and, and ebook. ebook. Uh-huh. And right. The Rock and the Sword is also an Audible. You can get it on Audible or... Uh, on Amazon as well as an audiobook. Excellent. So The Rock and the Sword, professionally narrated by Adam McManus. Excellent. The third book we're going to talk about today is mine that came out recently. It's called What If God Wrote the Bible? And if God wrote the Bible, what kind of evidence would he leave? This was a book really that was 34 years in the making. It's based on the really a set of seminars that I saw with Dr. Bill Tierney 35 years ago, which changed me from being a theistic evolutionist in to a young earth creationist. If God wrote the Bible, we would expect to find the following sets of evidence. If the Bible is the original and true religion, and its creation account is the original, we would expect most origin stories of other cultures to reflect and borrow elements from the original. So what we do is we take a chapter in which we go investigate. All right, let's check out the Chinese creation story and the Egyptian creation story, the Aztecs, the Mayans, etc. And do we find those pieces of the Genesis account there? We did research on over 300, and guess what we found in almost all of them? They were very much the same. Now, again, over time and distance, they're skewed all over the place, but we found pieces of the original, which is what we would have expected. Historical, we would expect geology, archaeology, and history to support the Bible. The Bible is not a history book. It tells us about God and his plan, but where it does talk about history, if it was written by God, we would expect it to be what? Accurate. Accurate, 100% accurate. And when we probe into what the Bible tells us about history, archaeology, and geology, we have found it to be 100% accurate which is what we expected to find. Would we see God writing history in advance? Is he going to be able to prophesy what goes on? The Bible actually makes 2,500 prophecies, of which over 2,000 have already come true. There are a little less than 500 that haven't come true yet, but they deal with what? End times. The end times. So we find fascinating evidence there. If God wrote the Bible, we would expect him to be protecting his words. And so what we do is a research into what Moses laid down, what the other scholars laid down, because the Bible is written by about 40 authors over a period of 1,500 to 1,900 years. Has that thing been protected, or has it changed radically from the start? We analyze that and find, amazingly, that it hasn't changed. Philosophical and logical coherence, does it all hang together as one book with one mind writing, which would be a God thing if it was written over almost 2,000 years with 40 people writing it on three continents in three languages. But we find that evidence. And finally, we should find pre-science in the Bible. The Bible was never a science textbook. That's good. But where it talks about science, we would expect what? 
Accuracy. 100% accuracy. And we find over 200 places in the Bible where it refers to science a couple to 3,000 years before man ever discovered it. That's a God thing. And what this book hopefully does is give people the feeling that their faith is not an irrational one. It's a rational one. And as we've talked about with our goals for SAPSA, it is one that can point people to a belief in the Bible and a belief in the Creator and a belief in Jesus. Amen. It's available through TBN Publishers. will be available on our website and on Amazon in both softcover and with ebook. And again, the name of the, of the book is What If God Wrote the Bible? Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.